Houston's what? two, Iowa State six. I'm my bracket's not ready for March. We need to. How is WSU twenty one? We're basketball school now. Pac twelve's only getting three teams: Arizona, Washington State, either Oregon or Colorado, depending on how it goes down. And then they're saying the the uh, the whack is going up. Is it the whack? No, the mountain Mountain West is going to get like six. Yeah, they're good. That's nice. They got like five last year. Utah State. My Aztecs. But let's get into some hoops. Hello and welcome to Big Ben and K-Win, an NBA edition of Big Ben and K-Win. If you're new to the show, welcome. If you're a longtime listener, welcome back. Each week we broadcast live across nofilter.net, Caffeine TV, and YouTube. Tonight... We're getting into some hoops. We're going to talk a bit about the All-Star Game weekend. We're talking about the second half, some bold predictions. We might even talk about some shoes and much, much more. I'm Kaywin. He's Big Ben, and he will play defense if you vote him into the All-Star Game next year. They they need, they need do need to pay, pay proxy players to go out and play defense. Literally, I'm serious. I thought about this. The only way you're going to incentivize those guys to, to play harder is to make it worth money. And those guys already have enough money. It's not worth it to them to get injured. Or two, bring in like, I don't know, have a lottery for like, you know, some D3 players to come in and play or something something to where it's interesting or mix in the men and the women. Or I don't know, silver is so out of ideas. Yeah. And congratulations to the East team who scored the most points. Like, he was so disappointed in that outcome. 387 total points. The East had 211. My takeaway is they need to rebrand it. They need to talk, call it the Waste Management Open because that was garbage. <laughs> <laughs> what? How much were tickets going for? I don't know. I watched the first they- half and I turned it off. I, I called my brother today. It's either a three-pointer a drive all the way to get a dunk, or you lob it up for someone to get an alley-oop. And that, that's it. Here's what you do. Here's what you do. For all, att- all in attendance that bought a ticket to get in there, if they score over 200, you get a 20% return on your ticket. If they wow. score over 250, you, you get a 40% return. And you scale it that way. If they score over 300 points, you're free. You get to watch the game for free because it's probably that bad. I don't know what you do. Maybe you incentivize, listen, if you win and you hold the team under, I don't know, maybe 150 points, you get an extra kicker on your spiff or stipend that you get if you win. Do something with charity. Maybe that's it. Here it is. You get equity in the NBA if you win. Hold your dope and fuzzy team to 120. Adam Silver is just handing out stock options. Hey, no, you you bring your charity, whoever you're playing for, right? And you get the money if yet. Imagine you just cut kids from that kids, whomever, whomever the beneficiaries are of that charity, sideline yelling at you to D up. Like, let's go, make a stop. There you that go. That would be amazing. That would be. They need to figure something them. out. They do. Silver is lost. He's lost. He doesn't know what to do. None of none of them want to get hurt. Do you hear what, what um, Anthony Edwards said? 
what like, yeah, that? man, I knew this this wasn't going to be much of anything. I knew, you know, no one was getting hurt out here. <laughs> like, just, we're, we're out there just throwing up shots. I don't know what you'd do. There needs to be some sort of committee on getting, like, players involved. You got to get, like, somehow get the fans involved somehow. There's got to be, like, there's just more engagement other than alley-oops and, like you were saying. Maybe it's just you name the all-stars and just have the younger kids play. I don't know. Have all the first and second. Make the future game, the Friday night game, the marquee game, and everyone just comes and you get your awards and you get your bonuses, but the older guys don't want to play. Because, like, Jokic didn't really play. Like, LeBron didn't play. Kawhi, like, none of the older guys play. I don't know. I mean, it's the product is the three point contest, dunk contest, Max McGlone, uh, dunking over Shaq, back to back. The kind of little alley oop to himself was a little odd looking, but worked. And then um, Dame wins MVP of both or MVP of the game. And then three point, him and Jordan, only yeah. two, two to do that alone. Um, there were some fun takeaways. Inescu and Steph, that was fun. That needs to happen. See, I think he is Roy Eaton silver. I, yeah, can you hear that? Sorry, the bone. I'll I'll check that out. But after I go on mute here in a sec, here's what I would say: that you look at your highlight highlight of the weekend was probably Steph Curry and Inesco going at it. I agree. Do more of that and do less of everything else that you saw during that weekend. I got a couple things. While you go on mute, I like that. I would double down on that. I would get a current NBA air. And like a legend, like imagine Steph and Reggie Miller versus like Caitlin Clark and Dinah Taurasi. That's what I would do. Get a current player. I don't even know if Taurasi's still playing. Get Cheryl Swoops out there. Get a current player and a former player. I think that would be fun. That would be. Or or a three-on-three makeup. Like draft teams within the All-Star game. Make it a three-on-three game. That can't, In a three-on-three game, half court, you have to play some some subset of defense. And then have it like maybe a progressive winnings based on, you know, you start a tournament, you know, it's eight teams. You lose the first one, you get 10 grand. You know, you win the first first round, you get 40. Scale it that way where it's incentivized for the players. I don't know if we necessarily need to. I just want to watch those guys play against each other rather than I don't know what that was. <laughs> to be honest, so that's that's not playing against each other. That's setting each other up for dunks. I don't know. I think JJ Reddick's editor, the Knuckleheads podcast, a one-on-one tournament would be amazing. The stars would never do it. So you would have to get players like Malik Monk versus like Bennett Macarin or like Jalen Suggs versus like Jaden Ivey or even get like the 14th or 15th player on NBA teams and get them out there. They're still good players. The one-on-one tournament would be amazing. I, I tell you what, you, you have an idea there because I've been to the Jamal Crawford Pro-Am here in Seattle, and that's a blend of, like, my buddy played in it. He w- he played at Western. He's a serviceable player, but he's nothing cla- – like, but he goes out and plays hard, right? So there's that mix, and that's what's fun is, like, you see guys that wouldn't really play with superstars playing against Jamal Crawford, Isaiah Thomas, you get, and that's the fun part. I think you're on to something. Get a blend. Get a mix. Get guys, get guys that are just out of the league 
or maybe still in shape, wanting to play against, I kind of like the celebrity all-star game. Look at Micah Parsons. I had more fun watching him just throw people around. Yeah, him and Puka Nakua. They look good out there. Yeah. It just needs some reshaping. I, and you're right. It's all because, like, the weekend leading up to it's pretty good. The Futures game, the Celebrity All-Star game, three-point contest, on contest, and then it just falls flat with the game. Yeah. The highlight, you said it last week, the highlight's the three-point shootout. That's what everyone wants to see. Do more of it. Do more of it. So we are, I think we're more than halfway into the NBA season. We are. I think. So we got the second half coming up. You want to talk bold predictions? You got any for me? I I, I do, but I want to hear yours first. And I believe we, we, we potentially have the same, but go ahead. I got two. I got Kawhi Leonard being the regular season MVP as the Clippers ascend to the top of the Western Conference. And I have Anthony Edwards winning the finals MVP. That's right. The Timberwolves are going to do it this year. Last year, the Nuggets did it. Team basketball built around a superstar. It's the Timberwolves, team basketball, and defense built around a superstar. Go Bear, Cat, Ant all played defense. Jaden McDaniels played defense. Nas Reed off the bench in case you want to bring Go Bear out and get him the pick and roll. They've got the team to do it, and they've got the superstar to do it. Buy your Anthony Edwards stock now because it's going to the moon. You might have a fungible token. You can make a fungible token with Anthony Edwards. It I love be. that idea. That's an even bolder prediction. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you're saying Oklahoma City's one one season away, and I might agree yes. with you. I think that the West is just too – I mean, between Denver, you know, everything goes through Denver until you beat Denver. Uh, and LA, the Clippers look so good. I don't. I I hate to, I hate to throw mud on your Kawhi bold prediction for MVP because I just I think there's too much like there's there's too much peanut butter being spread on that. I I don't think he he's I don't think he's the most prominent player on that team every given night, which I think you have to be to win MVP. So. I think although they they get to the second round, but Shy still still gets an MVP nod. And I say it because okay. they do poll voting, and that's not a Super Bowl prediction. But given the big names that are out there, um, you know, it's like always a Jokic and Bead clash. But I think always. Shy gets it done. Done, and and I say that because Jokic has to get hurt at some point. Not hurt. I don't want him to get hurt, but I think Shai's Shai's carrying that team. Let's be honest. Take Shai off that team there. I mean, they're down with the Wizards. (laughs) Probably so. So, I mean, just the importance of Shai versus Kawhi. Kawhi could sit out six games and the Clippers would probably go four and two. So you're going, I think it's Shai. I don't know. Shai. Sorry. You're right. We'll call him SGA. You're going SGA for MVP? SGA for MVP. Okay. But Thunder are out in the second round. Thunder out in the second round. One year away. Okay. All right. One year away. My next bold prediction, Evan Mobley went to USC, played in LA. Everyone's getting the hype. 
Chet, Wimby, here's my bold prediction. Evan Mobley will be an all-NBA player and an all-star before Chet Holmgren. And that's a lot because I do love Chet Holmgren. I just think he plays in the East, and uh, I think he will get there quicker because he plays in the East. Cavs are good. Cavs are hot. They're like the second-best team in the East right now. Darius Garland, Mobley, Donovan Mitchell. Don't sleep on Cleveland out East. I would love anyone but Boston. I would love the Knicks or the Cavs to get out. I think you've done far more research than me. The Evan Mobley, that's like a what's after tertiary on my like kind of forecast, you know, like primary, secondary, tertiary. Evan Mobley's out there in terms of him against Chet. But I I like it. Chet Chet is and Chet's a very good player too, so there's no disrespect right. you, with Chet. Do you do you think let's have a Chet conversation? Because he's right. he's an interesting player. Do you think he's we've seen all that Chet's gonna be able to do? No. He's gonna where does, where does he improve his game? He's gonna improve his handle. He's gotta improve his post up a little bit. Now I'm not gonna say he's gonna bang like a shack in there, but he's gotta at least get in there and do a little Nowitzki fade off of the foot, I think he can get better offensively. And as he gets better, Shea won't have to do it every single night. Because right now, if Shea doesn't score 30, he needs Jalen Williams or Chet to step up. And they have so far. But I'm just worried in the playoffs when they focus in on Shea if those others have the experience to do it under pressure at this early in their career. Okay. My my second – I do like that assessment of Chet. He's – I think he he's showing that he he has the basketball IQ is what I've I've seen and going back to the Joel Crawford pro am like the guy got rammed on like Chet Holmgren got dunked on by some no name he got up shook it off and ran you know he didn't get in the guy's face and then he went and played a good game like he he knew he knew what he could do on the floor no more no less and no a lot of people wouldn't even go for that block in the pro am no no he went he got smushed on and then got up and went like he didn't you know he's a humble guy um all right here's my second bull take only because i'm going down to watch the valley boys play Ooh, we go to portland no going to phoenix whoa how come marco didn't text me (laughs) he's got a lot on his hands right now (laughs) uh he just had a second kid um Going down to watch the Phoenix Suns play the Boston Celtics. Wow, that's a game. And here's my bold prediction. These Suns win, you will see a you'll see the Suns in the Western Conference final. Is Bradley Beal they'll, playing? They'll figure it out. Is ooh, what do we got? Three weeks in front of this this trip. So he okay. should be. Or he'll be he hurt again. Be. Seems like a lot of players get hurt in Phoenix, like you know. No, but he uh, he's the difference maker. Like when he plays, they're that much better. Uh he just hasn't been healthy right. this year. I say he gets healthy. And I think that's what they're doing right now. They're just kind of maintaining. And they're still I think they'll get hopefully out of that play in play in spot. There's they're in the fifth, um fifth seed right now. I think they're just talented. Like Durant. I like Durant wouldn't make that decision without an end game in sight. Like he knows the talent. He's he's a good evaluator of talent. He's probably sitting looking around going, like, we have the talent to win. Beal's just gotta yeah. be healthy. You're right. 
they win that game, Western Conference Finals for the Suns. Wow. All right. I love it. You want to talk about my Lakers? Sure. I do. Okay. So LeBron James, LeBron James is hopeful to end his career as the Los Angeles Lakers. That didn't sound very promising. Wait, was that his exact quote? Yeah, I am hopeful to end my career. As if LeBron can't make his own decisions about where he wants to go. Come on. (laughs) He's the most dominant (laughs) player in all of sports. Come on. Come on. Okay, that's that's foreshadowing something. Go on. But while he's hopeful, I am doubtful because possession is nine-tenths of the law. And Bronny James, I think, is going to declare for the NBA draft. And if you're an NBA team, why would you not draft Bronny James in like that mid-tier? Because you got Bronny and you got LeBron. And you're not wasting your future. You're not thinking about your future. I'm talking about like a even an OKC, a Dallas. I'm talking about that mid-tier. Those people are a 7-8 seed. You get a two-for-one. And here's the kicker out of all of this. The Lakers have two picks in the NBA draft. And LeBron has the ability to opt out of his contract, which is after the draft. The draft is on June 24th. LeBron cut out. So he's waiting. The Lakers have two draft picks, but the Pelicans own the right where they can say, yes, we want your draft pick this year. And wouldn't it be nice because Anthony Davis screwed over the Pelicans franchise if they said, we want your draft pick, it's probably going to be in the teens. They get Brody and they get LeBron. There you have it. LeBron James is out. He's not coming back. I think he wants to, but he wants to play with his son. Right. But there's so much more that goes into this, like financial structure of any deal like that. LeBron can sink your, I mean, he would have to do something beforehand. Like there, there would have He'd to be. He'd take a Tom Brady contract. You think he'd take a Tom Brady contract just for Bronny? And then Bronny's garbage. He's never going to, excuse me, he's not garbage. He's not garbage. That was a wrong statement to make. Yes. He's an up and coming prospect. Bronny has overcome adversity. Correct. He hasn't found his stride with Enfield at with the USC Trojans this year, probably largely due to some considerations being made that it was a very traumatic thing that took place. I will give him that. I just I also look at a team going, I gotta have I gotta have two two roster spots for one player. Yeah. If does that if that makes sense, right? And so you're saying that those two roster spots are probably worth one LeBron. But I just don't know how the financial structure would work out. Like if he's taking a Tom Brady deal to play yeah. with this, I mean that. I'm talking about those teams that are like six to ten seed in the East or West that have no shot of winning the title. They get to sell out. They get LeBron. They get LeBroni, and they have a better. Like you tell me, the Atlanta Hawks wouldn't draft him. So, so wait. I would love this. I want to go back to your New Orleans. And I'm just playing this thing out in my head <laughs> where, where, where Bronny comes, he's got the Lakers hat on. I'm going to play with dad in, in LA. All of a sudden some guy comes by, puts the Pelicans hat on, sir, you'll be in new Orleans. Yeah. And just to watch the, the brass of the new Orleans Pelicans give it to, is it, is Jeannie still around? Jeannie still running. Around. Yeah. That would be a, Jeannie wouldn't be all too happy with that. But I like it in the way of, 
some storyline. It, it's going to be interesting because LeBron's going to wait to see who drafts his son. And he's going to have it all figured out. Like, he has the NBA on the string yeah, of his hand. So he knows. And he's putting all the pressure in the world on the Lakers, right? <laughs> and and what, do, what do you say if you're the Lakers? I mean... If LeBron, like, look at this. If LeBron opts out of the contract, that Lakers team is garbage. You tell me you're going to rely on Anthony Davis? Austin Reeves is a good player, but I don't know if he's the number two player on a championship team. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And and from, um, you know, just, I, I think, hopeful is, he might have played that the right way. I'm hopeful, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Jeannie, Jeannie, Jeannie. You know, I'm hopeful you'll you'll make this happen for me, right? The the proposal is probably already sitting on her desk. Yeah, <laughs> <signed> <laughs> I'm hopeful she'll put pen to paper. LeBron is 20 years; he's been an All Star. Yeah, that's pretty phenomenal. And like, and to just to end the end his career playing with his son, or is at least his son on the roster. I mean, cherry on top. Hopeful for that cherry on hopeful. top. Listen, I'm hopeful that I'll win the the California Powerball at 300 million, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> Just like LeBron's not coming back to LA, he gone. There's got to be a bet out there. Yeah, we should take it. <laughs> okay. Knicks. I mean, he was rumors he wanted to go to the Knicks. Bronny and uh, I mean, the Knicks are set up. That, that was going to be one of my bold predictions. Knicks. Knicks win the east let's hear it right now say it again so this was actually throughout some shoe research for something i want to discuss just around signature shoes but i saw saw jalen brunson run wearing the kobe pe fours i think they wore which is kind of the standard at the nba level right now like the kobe kobe line but he had him um he had it in like a uh, gold it was like a usa kind of gold metal font, like color makeup and they looked really good of all the shoes out there that at least the ones that I saw there are the best of the weekend and then like we talked about like Julius Randall took you can hit a bolt of lightning in the east and just make it to the NBA finals you know you're not going through you know you're not going through Denver or Minnesota or Golden State, for that matter, like Golden State right now, if you put them out east and they're, you know, a three seed, four seed, <laughs> you know, that's, right. the, that's the reality of the situation. Everyone on the 76ers is hurt all the time. So it's it's a matter of the Knicks and their MSG, if they can host a few few rounds, all the better. And the, Randall, they even, I think they would they make it second round just yeah. with Julius Randall out there put trying to put up 35 and 12 each night. They got OG Anobly, picked him up, Alex Burke, Bogdan. I think they got Josh Hart. Josh Hart, DiVincenzo. They've got players who play. They've got their superstar in Jalen Brunson. They've got their 1B in Julius Randle. And they've got a team of people that play defense and know their roles and play hard and physical. Yeah. Again, I wish we were out in New York to witness that. Carmelo Anthony just, Melo. 40 shots a game. Yeah. Brutal. 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 All right. Any more conspiracy theories about LeBron? 
That's it. Do you want to talk any more about shoes? I do. I do. So I want you to tell me. So shoes have always been like I've been a big shoe guy. Remember? I, so I don't know if you had East Bay back in the day. Of course I did. Huge East Bay. Mail it, also... it to the house. Uh, yes, exactly. Uh, my mom would give me gift certificates to East Bay. And that would be like the soon as the new, you know, whatever came out or whatever the new shoes were in the, the next magazine, right? You call in and say you want whatever. I was also a drops guy. So I went, I remember sitting at the mall. They'd only have one size 14 of any particular Jordan that ever came to this footlocker. So I would camp outside and make sure I got it. So shoes were always a part of my, me growing up. And I always took interest in like, how did a player get shoes? Like, how do you get a signature shoes? And the first player to ever get a signature shoe was Michael Jordan. Nope. Clyde. Uh, really? Yep. With Puma. But you think about all these players who had shoes throughout the eighties, nineties, early two thousands. Wasn't all that many of them. Like you saw Grant Hill go to Fila and that yeah. like changed the game. Cause there was only Reebok. Who had like Allen Iverson and Shaq. Sean Kemp got a shoe made by Reebok. You had Nike, who had, you know, Jordan. And then you had Adidas, kind of makeup, who had Kobe for the a long part of his, his uh, career. So you see all these guys kind of, but it wasn't anyone and everyone wasn't getting a shoe. Right now in the NBA, there's 26 players with their own signature shoe. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, I think. Clay and Kyrie are with Anta. Yeah. And I think Aaron Gordon is with some Japanese shoe company. Like a lot of people have their signature shoe. Some, some, some guy people... on the Clippers, I think Terrence Mann has a Skechers shoe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but hey, if you need to get your shoe, get your shoe. So my question to you is you're a basketball. You you hoop. Yeah. Do you I did I did hoop. You did hoop. Okay, what are you hooping in? Like, what did you wear growing up? How did you evaluate shoes? What mattered to you? I mean, I always liked the shoes of the NBA stars were wearing. But when Jordans hit a point where I couldn't, my family couldn't afford them, so I couldn't ball in those. So in high school, you would just kind of wear, like, the team shoe. And then, like, everyone right. would get, like, some Reeboks or, like – some janky shoes that like everyone some could afford. Yeah, some, yeah, we, yeah. We, we, you, you went down a little like, shoe I shop some shock Reeboks. Yeah, and if you, your, your, your feet grew throughout the scene, you're screwed. You can yeah. go get another pair. But no, I, we love, the... I love Nike. So like the flights, I think it was like in the 90s, those flights, any kind of the Jordans, uh, Penny Hardaway. I love Little Penny. Uh, obviously Vince Carter was with Fila and then he came over to Nike later on. Yeah. He was the first guy to have those little prongs in the back of shocks. I think they're yes. called. And those what he wore to the Olympics. And those were what, it, those are what he was wearing when he dunked on the dude from Paul. France, I think. Yeah. France, was it France? And the reason I bring this up is, is the NBA used to be so like, I think it it was in um, the most recent movie about the how they sign, come to sign Jordan at Nike. 
Um, I don't think it was called Shoe Dog, but uh, anyway, you. Uh, so the if you remember Air or Soul, what was it? I just saw it. Soul, Soul something, yeah. But uh, Matt Damon's in it, the primary guy. But the the thing they talked about is the colorways that the NBA would allow were only like four different colors. Now you can wear whatever you want. You could design whatever you want. I mean, stuff, paint, stuff. I don't even know. It's it's got. I don't know if it's too, like who's who are buying these shoes, like are kids buying know. buying Hardens. I mean, we're so out of the loop because we're not playing basketball. So I think people have to be buying Hardens and LeBrons. That's why I'm so curious. It's like I'm so far out of it. Like, are kids actually buying these shoes, or is it still? Are they still buying Jordans predominantly, or are they still buying? I feel like Jordans have shifted to like what Chuck T's were when we were growing up. I mean, Chuck T's are hot now. I still rock Chuck T's, but like, think about it. Like I've worn Chuck T's from like junior high all the way to now. And I think those are like Jordans now. I think people just wear Jordan as everyday shoes. I don't think people hoop in Jordans. I agree with you. It's more lifestyle shoe. Lifestyle shoe. And you just hoop in whatever you need to hoop in. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. Your lifestyle shoe is more expensive than your hoop shoe. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right, I just had to bring that up. My my right. confession of my love for shoes and the fact that I actually have some blazers. Have you heard of the blazers? Nike yeah, blazers? what, what uh, Rashid used to wear. Yeah, my favorite. Best what color are you right now? Oh, it's, they're just, they're white with the jumbo swish. Uh, high top or low top? Low top. I'm going to get some high tops. Yeah. I'll have some high tops for summer or something like that. I love shoes. Yeah. I, I but I'm, yeah, exactly. Now, now I have to get rid of shoes before I can buy any more shoes. Get rid of the Cole Hans. Put them in the trunk of your car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send you this funny clip on Instagram. It's about this guy who gets these shoes. His wife's like, what are you doing? And uh, it's hilarious. I wish I would do a judges. I'll send you the clip. Okay. All right, my friend. So who do what bold predictions? SGA Kawhi. You got SGA. I got Kawhi. I got Anthony Edwards for finals MVP when Minnesota does the damn thing. Okay. And we got LeBron going to New Orleans with Bronny. <laughs> NBA draft. Switch the hat. LeBron shows up with one. Here you go, son. We're off to New Orleans. Oh, what do we got? And I got what? The Suns? If they win March, in three weeks. March 10th. March 10th versus the Boston Celtics at the, is it the Smoothie Center still? The, the Nice Feet Center? I think it's the Good Feet Arena. Is it at, uh, America West or... No, it's the Good Feet Arena, I think. Oh, I don't know. I'm gonna send I, I want to get that right. <laughs> I want to get that right. All right, should we get out of here? Let's get out of here. At Big Ben Kwin underscore on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Threads. We broadcast live each week on No Filter, Caffeine TV, and YouTube. And make sure you download, listen, and subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts. NBA Hoops. I'm K-Win. He's Big Ben, and we're out. Footprint Center. Footprint.
print center. No idea what that means. Boom. Boom. Oh.